0: You can contact the program by calling 866-41-ABIDE or by visiting us on the web at wvr.org. And now, without further delay, here's your host, Jim Wood. Folks, my guest this evening is Karen Abercrombie, and uh, you may know her from any number of uh, television series that she's been on. Um She's been on Saved by the Bell, Ally McBeal, Strong Medicine, Judging Amy. But uh, I suspect, given my usual listeners, that uh, many of you are going to know her best from the war room and uh, that unforgettable role where uh, she so powerfully represented the power of prayer and uh, the power of our Lord. So again, Karen, we thank you for the way that you have impacted lives uh, through your acting in, in a very positive way that um, reflects, I believe, your own values. And uh, so we we are grateful for a new project you have. Um, you studied psychology in college, but always had a desire to act. Yes. And um, when the Lord opened those doors for you, you went through them. <laughs> and, uh, and so now you've done uh, some other films, Discarded Things, uh, Hope Lives, An Angelic Christmas, and Heaven Sent. And uh, I'd love for you to talk with us about this program that is currently streaming on uh, Pure Flix. Um You are the character Elise. Yes. And uh, you play, as I understand, a widow who is used by the Lord to uh, soften the heart of another individual who is, who is kind of lonely and, uh, and hurting, and uh, God softens your heart in this role, and I think that offers hope mm. for a lot of people who are hurting and feel like they have no future. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. What a blessing it is. Um, Heaven Sent is actually the story of three different couples at different um, ages and stages of their lives. Now, my character, Elise, yes, she is a single woman and she is right now uh, raising, well, she has from birth, her one and only grandchild. Now she's put all of her dreams and hopes and whatnot to the side to do that. Yes. And so the opportunity for love does come knocking on her door and she resists it for a bit. And then she eventually yields and uh, yeah, she gives in and what a wonderful thing, um, you know, and Jim, I I speak all around the country, the world really, and a lot of women are always telling me, the older women, how that when they became widows or uh, divorcees mm-hmm. or, or, or retired and thought that they would be going off into the sunset traveling and just enjoying, one mm-hmm. thing leads to another and they are raising their grandchildren. And that's yes. it
0: hard. We deal with that a lot at Wears Valley Ranch.
1: Oh my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. And so a lot of women ask for prayer for strength in that. And, uh, you know, it, it, it can be a very difficult thing to deal with. And so I just thought, you know, telling this story from this perspective would certainly um, bring some hope. To some women yeah. and other women who have lost their the loves of their lives you know mm-hmm. scared to step back out there feeling maybe that they're too old that no one would be attracted to them and whatnot and that is not the case you know so hopefully um people that watch this movie they will laugh and uh be touched by the poignant moments and leave a sense of hope yes uh, yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of fun things that take place. You know, life can be really funny. And even in its serious points, when you look back on it, you can say, oh, my God, that is funny. I did that. I said that. Oh, my God, that's yep. so funny, you know.
0: So, yeah, I just want well, to And, and I think it. one of the things about using humor in that way is it helps people lower their guard oh, so that they're more receptive <laughs> to the truth. I use humor in preaching for that purpose, often laughing at myself. (laughs) But as I share those things, people picture themselves as well. And again, the guard goes down, and we're able to talk very seriously about the most important issues of life. But if you just come at it, strictly hitting it, you know, a lot of people just keep the walls up. Oh, absolutely. So I, I think the idea of a rom-com uh, that's going to offer hope to people with a very worthwhile message is, is a wonderful thing. And you've been not just acting, but you've been now doing producing. Yes. And uh, again, you've had the opportunity to do various projects that have touched people and. Uh, encouraged you, therefore, to do more.
1: Yes, 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 absolutely. And um, I just want to always take the opportunity to tell a different story because a lot of the faith-based projects are wonderful uh, they may be, but sometimes they don't deal with some of the other situations that are a little messier. And there are a lot, yes. of, people, there are a lot of people dealing with the mess. So they feel that their stuff... Is insurmountable when indeed that is not the case. So I want to give hope to those who are hopeless, you know, befriended. So I will always write pieces the way that I do because we have to throw that net out on the other side like Jesus did.
0: Amen. Now, one of my favorite passages in the Bible is the genealogy in Matthew chapter one. Oh, wow. Matthew, inspired by the Holy Spirit, draws our attention to several women that most people would not have wanted to draw attention to.
1: Oh, absolutely! I do. I, I tell biblical storytelling, uh, I, I, you know, dramatic retellings, and one mm-hmm. that I tell is Rahab and the response that I get from that when women realize that Jesus forgives all sins and he will use any willing vessel to bring glory to his kingdom. Amen. And to find out that Rahab didn't marry into the family. She was actual blood, you mm-hmm. know? And, 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 so, yes, this, this prostitute, she found redemption Amen, and, and so much more. And so our Lord and savior came through that bloodline.
0: Yes, and chose to. God could have arranged this any way he wanted, could have chosen anybody he wanted, but God chose, because we're all sinners, God chose to work in such a way that it becomes very evident that he chose people in order to demonstrate the beauty of his grace, the power of his love, and the fact that no situation is hopeless if you look to Jesus. If you look to Jesus.
1: That's right, Jim.
0: Mm. Um, Now, you mentioned in this story, you've got a grandparent um, who has set aside her hopes and dreams and is focused on taking care of this grandchild who needs her. But as you said, there are many, many people out there in that situation. And I said, we've got a lot of those situations at Wares Valley Ranch. Often what we've seen is that along the way, this is not something the grandparents uh, planned, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it fell to them to step up and mm-hmm. try and meet that need. But then other circumstances come along. Yes. Grandmom develops Alzheimer's. Yes. Granddad develops leukemia. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody falls and breaks a hip. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Various things happen. And at that point, the grandparents realize, I can't keep doing this this way. I need some other help, and that's where Where's Valley Ranch has been able to come alongside and help those amazing. families. And the grandparents don't have to give up custody; they just allow us the privilege of helping to raise their children.
1: Wow! Jim, so, that's amazing. You know,
0: it's it's been beautiful. Now you've invested personally in in foster care, mm-hmm. and you know that that can be a life changing thing.
1: Yes. for kids
0: and, and those, for the adults. Those ones,
1: the families that take them in. Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah. Talk with us a little bit about that and your experience in that regard. Uh, chose to
1: do it. Uh, just felt led to do it. We've got one son. Um, I had him at 38 mm-hmm. and I just, you know, so grateful to God for the opportunity uh, to be a mom. And I just wanted to open up my door to um, some kids who were just out there in the system now mm-hmm. every child that came, some had more difficulties than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm telling you, working through the, the the programs and 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 being able to love on a child, and when you see that love start to penetrate, because we all want love, we mm-hmm. all want a safe place, we want. People to look at us and feel good when they look at us. And this is what we all want. And this is what these kids need. So when you see that, that time, and it can be frustrating, that you are pouring out the value that it is to that individual and then to you. It made me a better woman. It made my husband a better man. It made my son a better being. We are a better family because we stepped out to do it.
0: Amen. Well, I I certainly uh, can relate to that. Uh, my wife and I had three biological children, and when the youngest went off to college, we thought, we've got an empty nest. And God said, not for long. And uh, we now we were already at this point, my mm-hmm. wife and I had started Wears Valley Ranch, a home for children. And um, so we were investing in the lives of a lot of other kids. But um, as far as our personal home, um, we were now empty nesters, and uh, frankly, loving it. We did not miss the pitter patter of little feet, and uh, it it was just a I nice that. okay. it, it was a nice thing to uh, you know just be us.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, and and God opened the door. We were doing a lot of consulting with ministries around the world and God opened the door for us to spend some time in eastern europe and um wow. and and minister to uh those who were ministering to children there was a uh, couple in st petersburg uh-huh. uh, who'd been led by god he was an airline pilot with alaska airlines but he was led by god when he read an article about the children who were living literally down in the sewers oh my god uh, in in st petersburg he felt led to go there and try and reach them. And he was trying to do some things and God really spoke to his heart and said, uh, you're not going to reach them above ground. Mm. And it was like, well, I'm not going to go down there into the sewers. And, and God said, you know, I sent my son to earth mm. to save you. Mm. And so he climbed down to the sewers and began uh, working wow. there it, literally in the underground trying to reach these kids for Christ. And these were kids who basically were doing uh, sex favors in order ah. to get some money, in order to be able to buy chemicals, in order to be able to huff oh, and, and escape for a little while. Hi. Misery that was their lives, oh, my goodness. the homeless kids. Mm. Uh, and so he, You know, they were doing that ministry, they'd gotten a building, they'd set up some medical clinic, and uh, they were trying to do things. But they said, these kids, if we get them out of the sewer, once they learn to trust us underground and are willing to come up above ground with us, knowing we're not here to take advantage of them, we're here to rescue them. But then what do we have to offer them? How do we help with education? How do we help with vocational training? How do we help with discipleship? How do we help with counseling to get over the trauma, that kind of thing? So they asked us, they corresponded with us online and then asked us if we would come and see what they were doing. So my wife and I did that. And that was part of a trip where we also did some things in other Eastern European areas. Well, as we visited these various facilities and met some of these kids, our hearts just Ached to say, you know, wish we could take these kids back home with us, because even with the things that are being offered, um, the need is so enormous, mm. and we have been so blessed. Now that you know our our kids are gone, we've got uh, these bedrooms and you know bathrooms, and we we could provide and, and an education. The ranch offers an extraordinary extraordinary opportunity educationally for kids. And so it was like, you know, we could do this and there was no way to bring those kids back. You can't just tell immigration and naturalization, Hey, (laughs) we're bringing back some kids that haven't even been cleared for adoption. I mean, that was just, it was out of the question, but God grabbed hold of our hearts there. Well, then we came back and in short order, I won't go into the details, God made it very clear that he had three kids for us to adopt from Ukraine. Wow. And, uh, and so we did. And again, obviously I'm compressing, but um, in the process of adopting those three, one of the children here at the ranch, uh, uh, an African-American from Montgomery, Alabama, whose mother was a single parent and died of cancer, asked us, how did you decide to go overseas to adopt? And, uh, I said, well, you know, it was, it was not something we were looking to do. It was something God told us to do. We didn't just go looking for kids. And God said, those three kids you're supposed to have. Mm. And he was like, okay. And my wife, who's never willing to leave well enough alone, said, Preston, are, are you asking that because you wish you could be adopted? And he said, more than anything. Wow. And so we explained to him, you're not eligible for adoption right now. And he said, I know, but... It would mean so much to me if I could have your last name and it could be official. Well, he's he's now our middle child. Wow. So we ended up adopting four. And again, okay. to, to what you said, it's such an enriching experience, not just for the kids, but for the people that God blesses with oh, the privilege yes. of yes. raising them. Yes. Yes. So it's it's not easy all the time. But it is always worth doing what God tells you to do. Yes. And he supplies the strength and he supplies the love. Yes.
1: Oh, that's
0: beautiful. Now, um, you have been, uh, again, uh, involved with show business for decades. And uh, to be in the position of writing and producing, as well as acting, has got to be uh, a dream come true.
1: It, it really is. And I, I tell people that War Room is the gift that keeps on giving because after War Room, Jim, everybody that was reaching out to me with projects wanted me to play their version of Miss Clara. But I am a, I'm a classically trained actress and God has gifted me to be able to play many characters. So in frustration, I cried out to Father God, God. I did. What, 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 now what you know and yes. then the story of discarded things started to stir and mm-hmm. then i wrote it and then of course i needed money to to produce it and then what i did because people were still wanting to see miss clara i would dress up and travel and go to different uh churches across the country and um i was offering uh Coffee with Miss Clara or An Evening with Miss Clara. And I raised the money to produce my first film, *Discarded*. Praise the Lord. And I'm telling you, and even because I had to do it, then I saw that I could produce. I like producing. And it allows you to tell stories that you really want to tell. And you can be in charge of the project from start to finish. You don't have to worry about uh, cursing or Any other things that they throw into some of these films or so many of them, you know, Mm -hmm. nasty, Mm -hmm. whatever. So um, I'm blessed to find that part of myself as well and encouraged because I really understand that God can use you at any age. like If you're just willing to allow him to have his way, he will blow your mind. And that's what he does. He blows my little itty bitty mind
0: all the time jim <laughs> <laughs> well god is good at that <laughs> and uh you know if if we contemplate what he has done to save us
1: yes certainly
0: it'll blow our minds
1: yes
0: now again this uh wonderful project is available exclusively on uh, pureflex.com yes. and uh and your company that you started in 2018 Is called Earth Mother Entertainment, and folks who want to learn more can go to your website, can't they?
1: Yes, they can go to my website, Karen Abercrombie.com.
0: And uh, they can find you on Facebook.
1: Facebook, yes, on my uh, professional artist page or on my regular, hey, it's me, Karen Abercrombie page, as well as um, Instagram, uh, Real Karen Abercrombie.
0: That's great. Now you're living in North Carolina where I grew up. And um, I think that's a wonderful place, though I do love being now in East Tennessee longer than I've ever been anywhere else with all the places I've lived. I would love for you to come sometime and you don't have to be Miss Clara. You can (laughs) just be Karen. I'd love for you to come sometime and meet our students, meet our staff, let them meet you. Absolutely. um because god is obviously he's put uh, a vision in your heart and uh and you've been faithful to carry that out and god has blessed it and uh, i'm i'm very thankful for that thankful for your again your desire to show people that there is hope regardless of your situation that god does redeem And he not only redeems individuals, but he redeems what the locust has eaten. Oh, yes. And uh, he'll restore uh, when folks are, you know, feeling that they they have no future. I I think about story after story. Moses, after 40 years in the wilderness, taking care of his father-in-law's sheep, certainly did not picture himself become the man that God had envisioned. And yet when he was 80 years old, God said, okay, now's the time. Here's your job. And at that point, Moses said, no, I can't do that. I'm not the one. And God said, I've chosen you. You're to go do this. And all of us, you know, i I'm only in my 60s, but I I really know that heaven is going to be so much better than anything here that uh, I'm not the least bit concerned about the prospect that God might call me home sooner. Thanks. What concerns me is I might have to stay longer. <laughs> and and if, I, if I do, my mom died at 99, oh. and if I live as long as she did, I'm afraid he might have a lot more work for me to do. So he will give the strength. Yes, yes. He will give whatever is needed in order for us to do his will. He's promised that. Yes. And so I can rest in that. And so can you and so can our listeners. So thank you so much for modeling what you say. May God bless you and continue to use you. And if you get a chance to come visit Wears Valley Ranch, I hope you will.
1: I would love to. Thank you so much, Jim.
0: Thank you, Karen. You've been listening to Abiding in Christ. If you have questions that you'd like for us to tackle on the program or comments that you want to make, I want to invite our listeners to call 866-41-ABIDE. That's our toll-free number, 866-41-ABIDE, or contact us on the web at wvr.org. Have you ever really wanted to make a difference in this world? You can. It's possible for you to be a part of a miraculous place where God is doing a work of healing in the lives of children who come from difficult circumstances. Ware's Valley Ranch is a ministry that belongs to Jesus. He owns the place. My wife and I had the opportunity to be here when it was started, and we have watched God work miracle after miracle, providing when only 2% of the income of the ranch comes from the families of the children in our care. We take no government money, we have a policy of no debt, and that means every day that we operate, it's because God is working in the hearts of people who want to help children. You can make a difference that lasts for eternity, and I hope you will. Contact the ranch at wvr.org, or you can call us at 866-41-ABIDE. Let us hear from you.